up, everybody? Welcome to a very special episode of the Glock 9 Show. I have one of my good, good friends here with us, my boy Maestro. I'll introduce him in a second. But first, I got to thank one of our sponsors of the show, We The People Holsters. You guys always see the shirts that I wear. I talk about them all the time, but also for all my gun lovers, the these are the most comfortable holsters I have been able to find. They have outside the waistband and inside the waistband for concealed carry. There's so many different styles to choose from. There's so many different prints of the holster, different designs. You go on there, put what kind of gun model you have in there. If you guys have a flashlight or laser on your gun, it is custom molded to your gun and it is so comfortable on your waist, you almost forget that it's actually there. But for all my patriots out there, they have an amazing apparel line. You guys want your voice to be heard and, and just show it off on, on your chest. Absolutely amazing, amazing shirts and, and other things to choose from. And everything is made right here in the U.S., I am very. I, I try. I always try to stick with homegrown companies, and We the People Holsters is one of my favorite companies. I own so much of their stuff. So you guys can go to WeThePeopleHolsters.com and make sure you use my code Glock915. That's G L zero C K N nine N E one five for fifteen percent off your order. Thank you, We the People. So I have a very special friend with me today. One of the one of my favorite people that was on us. Mixer with us. Sorry, I almost messed that up. My boy Maestro. What's up, dude? What's up, man? Thanks for having me on the show, dude. So I'm gonna do something I never really do on my podcast. Oh. So Okay. Before I any- listen to all I listened to all your episodes, man. Really? Love the pod- yeah, man. I love the podcast. Well, here awesome. we're gonna flip the script on you real quick. Oh. So okay. you know, I have a very limited set of podcasts I listen to. So before you okay. guys you guys get settled in, I want you guys you're only on Spotify right now, right? And YouTube? Uh, no, we're on Spotify, um, Apple. You're on Apple. Um, we're on we're on iTunes, yeah, and um, we're on YouTube. I know you're we on YouTube. Yeah, on you YouTube. just. I, I don't usually watch podcasts on YouTube. I know a lot of people like it. I still haven't started it for yeah. my show yet because I don't have the yeah. setup. But I want you guys to go look for the two guys take. It's with Maestro and it's Splash. But I, I know you guys go by your, yeah, your, your, your yeah. But yeah. he goes, but it, it, uh, it's Adam. <laughs> My, Mike and I know it throws me off that you guys actually chose know, to use your real names. So it's Mike and Adam, Maestro and Splash Gordon. It's an amazing podcast. So again, it's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. It's called The Two Guys Take. I The only episode I have not listened to is the most recent one, I think from this week, uh, oh, okay. 27 or 28? Um, 28, yeah. 28, yeah. So go yeah. go go follow the show. We'll get into that in just a second. Uh, but right. I got I got to ask the normal questions, Maestro. The normal stream, the no, normal normal streamer questions. You know, and kind of gets to know you. So, how did you get into streaming? And and we'll talk about uh, where you're at with streaming now. But how did you get into streaming? And then how did you get your name? Okay, so I'll do the name first. Okay. <clears throat> so um, in real life, I am a band director. So, hence the name The Maestro. Uh, you know, I conduct my bands and my ensembles. So, you know, the Italian term for conductor is a maestro. And a maestro is also an educator as well. So, that's where I got my uh, my name, The Maestro. It used to be The Maestro 317. That was my birthday. I was, I was always asked, like, oh, do you live in Indiana? Because I, I guess that's... Was it the like area code? code yeah. Indiana, something like that. Um, but no, that's my birthday. But... Yeah, so that's where I got my name from. Um, as far as streaming, I mean, I've always been, you know, a video game head. I've always uh, loved playing video games. And um, I don't remember what exactly kind of turned me on to and discovering Twitch. I'm, I'm not sure what it was. But um, everyone was like, oh, you should you should actually really start to stream. Like I, I had friends would say that, you know, you have a good bad personality. You're pretty, you're, you're pretty funny, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. So um, <clears throat> I decided to uh, start streaming and then I got involved with a couple of communities and, you know, that the whole thing. We could probably talk about that for well, another podcast episode. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so... I was at one of my my uh, my marching band rehearsals, and we were, one of my staff members who was inc- incidentally a, a former student of mine. He's like he's like yo he's like uh, B you should uh, we should do like a a fundraiser for the marching band and you should stream it on Twitch. I'm like 
that's a freaking awesome idea. I'm like, that's amazing. So <clears throat> at that time, I was really playing a lot of Fortnite. And uh, so at one of my rehearsals, at the end of the rehearsal, I go to all my students. I'm like, uh, guys, you know, um, we're going to do a, a fundraiser and we have a great idea. I said, I'm going to stream on Twitch. And then my, like, my band kids went like ape shit. <laughs> I'm not to curse. Yes, you can. Yeah. I'm not worried oh, about okay, it. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, they went crazy. So it was actually funny. My first, like, I would say my first real stream, I had like 120 people in my, in my stream, like no bot, you know, it was no bots. It was, it was like all my students. It was crazy. And they were like putting like the APB out to like every, all their friends too. They're like, you got to get online right now. My band director is streaming, blah, blah, blah. And we were playing like Fortnite. Um, and uh, we actually got a couple dubs, but it, but that's how I kind of got into the whole streaming thing. And then, um, you know, like I said, you join some communities um, <clears throat> and you get involved and you kind of network and do all that kind of stuff. But that was my like really first like taste of streaming was was doing it for like a fundraiser for my students. That, that's actually really cool. Um, yeah. So, you know, you're talking about Fortnite and I will I'll. I'll Again, another person on here that I've, I've known for quite a while who I met through, again, Realm Royale. <laughs> Royale, that's right. As a well, matter of fact, the, the, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that, that everyone's starting to realize that's a really uh, like a common denominator against most people that I have on the show. And I'm like, right. dude, that, you know, I've actually come to know with all the interviews I've had on the show, like it always comes back to, I've known this since the Realm days. And it's like, dude, that's just how close, like, you're talking about communities. That's just like how close that community was. It wasn't like any other community oh, yeah, out there. Awesome. It was awesome. It Ev was so Dude, everybody knew each game, other. Yeah, everybody knew each other. And to see that game just crumble was yeah. like, just, I mean, everybody just, the, the, the community that played that game loves that game. And that was my favorite BR of all time. My I, favorite I, BR of all time. I, I made it, by, by, I, far, I made, by far. I made a comment. Um, are you on Hover yet? I am on hover. You are on hover. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's your ad on hover? Fact, I just went on it after I saw your episode. Cause I actually, I, you, I was listening to your episode and you said that you like made, uh, uh, what do you call it? You made an account like a year ago. Yeah. And then you came back to, I did, I did the same thing. And then when I saw your podcast, I listened to it. I was like, you know what? Maybe I should just get back on there and start posting some clips. I still have, you know, tons of clips that i Posted a TikTok and, yep. and YouTube and all that stuff. So I was like, you know what? Let me just get on there. So I uh, just recently went back on there and I, you know, started messing with it a little bit. Oh yeah, Hover <laughs> Hover is a awesome app. And we were sitting there. I was going through uh, some old clips and I was like, you know, you obviously I think you were you were around when I think Realm was at its peak. And yeah, there, and well, there's yeah. yeah, there's just so many so many. You know, I was going through so many clips and I was like, dude, this is like. It, it's crazy. Uh, what's what's your app on, on Hover real fast? I, I gotta make sure. I uh, it's, it. the maestro, it's the the Maestro plays. The Maestro plays. Same. Yeah. I'm the Maestro plays on everything. I think now. Okay. Cool. I yeah. used to be the like I said Maestro three one seven, but I changed it all. So I was saying I made a, a comment um, on Hover. That's why I brought Hover up. Um, there was somebody that asked, "What is the best BR that you've played?" And it was like them making a Hover video, like kind of like ha asking for, um, like a Halo BR. And I went on there, I commented, Realm Royale is by far, in my opinion, one of my favorite BRs ever. And I, I got more like replies to my comment than the video got actual comments really? <laughs> of people saying oh, that was funny. like the, the funnest game ever. And, you know, it this really and that was, it really was. And, you know, they crapped the bed. And I know you guys have talked about it on your podcast before about them bringing it back. And I was sitting there kind of, right. I was kind of giggling at it because. Because <laughs> I'm 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 in the same boat, and you know, like people keep asking, do I get DMs all the time about when's the update? When's the update? I said, and I I'll, I'll continue to say, from what I was told by I know two of the the eight people that are working on it, and they're not okay. planning they're not planning until April, but don't expect much. Like, really? Yeah. Don't. So they they're still not even 100 percent sure what they want to do. Um, I I can't so. I mean, at this point, there's got to be somebody that wants to take that that game. How could someone not want to take that game over? I mean, so, if I had the money, I would take it over. So well, here's like, here's here's the problem. We, I mean, I've been talking about this for years. 
Um, and you were, and Maestro was also a Paladins player. We'll get into Mixer in a second because we both were streaming uh, Paladins on Mixer for quite a while. Oh, yeah. Um, but the problem is, again, it was it was made to be Paladins Battlegrounds. So right. everything in that game has something to do with Paladins. So if you were to sell Realm Royale, you would have to sell Paladins. And uh, right, okay. and right now to this day. Um, I'm not involved in high res whatsoever. I mean, if you've heard my podcast, you know what happened with me and Paladins and yes, yes. yeah, you know, all mm-hmm. all that all that you know drama. Um, right. but it's Smite is always their biggest money draw, right? And then it's Paladins that's their second biggest. And Rogue Company oh. was a flop, which we all kind of knew oh, was going to be. And then and then Realm Royale was one of their biggest, but it still baffles me to this day why you gave up on it. Like I, I've yeah. never gotten an answer from somebody, and, and believe it or not, like as frustrated as we were as, as streamers and as just as fans of the game, right. um, the devs were just as mad. Uh, really? They put a lot of work into the into that game, yeah. and then they were just like, "Hey, like they they came in one day and basically said, hey, we're moving you, 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 you over to our new game, Road Company.'" And then yeah. they were like, "Well, who's taking my spot?" Well, nobody. And they slowly kept cutting down the development. That's why you remember the patches would come out like. Something would be broken. I mean, maybe like a week or two later, we would get right. a, we would get a patch. Then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you have something broken. And then it's like six weeks later because you only had. That's when people started finding out. Like with, I don't know if you remember the bug where like people would shoot the bow and it would make no sound. So like no one oh, ever knew where they were getting shot from, and that's oh. that's when we found out that there was only one person at the entire um, heroic leap uh, that was doing the sound engineering. Really, you had wow. one person trying to fix that bug and couldn't figure it out. And, you know, that's when we started kind of seeing the beginning of the end of that game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just the most unique BR. And it was and it was just so much fun. It was just so kooky, too, with the whole freaking turning into a chicken. Well, I think everyone laughed at that oh at first. God. And then you see the aspect of, like, this is actually a BR where you actually have a chance when you go down. Like, rather right. than just being on the ground and crawling around, you're basically dead. Like, you, if you can get away, your teammates can, like, distract the other person. Right. Right. You can get back up, heal up, get right back into the fight. You have a chance. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's funny at first. Like, wait, what? You turn into a chicken? And then it's like, when you actually play, you're like, yo, this is actually pretty sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yo, Such a great. Yes. That was actually the, the first time I met you was I actually rated you. Yes, and, you did. And uh, um, I forget. I, it might have been Filer that said to me because he popped into my stream once and he was like, and this is like when I first started playing realm, like not even uh, getting into the realm partner thing. And, um, he, he, and he was ridiculous at the game and he was like carrying me. We were playing duos. He would carry me through the whole thing. And I was just learning how to do that. And he's like, Oh yeah, you got to check out, uh, Glock nine. He's like ridiculous at this game, at this game. So I, I don't know if he was in my stream at that time, but he was like, you gotta, if he's on, you have to raid him. And I raided you and you like dropped like a 25 bomb. It was, and I'm sitting there like, what the hell is this guy doing? He's ridiculous at this game. And me, I'm trying to get like, you know, trying to get like seven kills, eight kills. And this guy drops like 30, what was it? I think it was like 30 kills or something like that. I was like, wow, <laughs> I really suck at this game. <laughs> so the best thing about Realm, I don't want to beat Realm to death, but... It was right. the fact that we it was so fun to play casually and then just play with viewers. And then for people like me who enjoyed the competitive side, there was so much competitive scene to go yeah, like community ran stuff. And then, you know, we were trying to get Realm to do some more official stuff. You know, they they the, their biggest mistake was out the gate before the game was ready. Uh, but a lot of people don't remember this. Uh, they threw a hundred thousand dollar tournament. Summit 1G Ooh. played in it. Shroud play, Shroud never played the game before and just I'll never forget. He logs into the game and goes, "Ooh, that's a cool skin at the at the like level 100 of the battle pass." And he buys the whole freaking battle pass. He's never played really? the game before, and he's in this hundred thousand dollar tournament. And a lot of us were kind of upset that they, you know we get it. You're just trying to get eyes on the game, but it's like there's us that have been playing right. it since pre-alpha, you know. Yeah. And you know, none of none but nobody, no streamers got invited, and it was pretty irritating. But that it was a really, really badly, poorly uh, ran tournament. It was, dude, it was eight hours. Like really? it was way too long. It, people were having yeah. they were having server issues. They were having people were dying because of bugs. And you know, a lot of people enjoyed the game. Ninja and Shroud enjoyed the game. They said that they would they would you know Ninja said he would leave Fortnite for it if they did yeah, better. I remember that. And I remember Sh- that. Shroud said he was going to uninstall Fortnite to play Realm Royale more. And they just never they spent way too much money on that tournament and yeah. they didn't have enough funds to fund the game. 
That's so, so crazy. I mean, you know, with Ninja's notoriety and success, imagine if he was a Realm Royale player. Yeah. That's crazy. At the time, he was getting over 100,000 100, viewers for Fortnite. I mean, he was, he, that's when right, he was the right. king. He was yeah. the king of streaming at the time. He was the king, yeah. He was yeah. he was absolutely the king at the time, and he's talking about quitting the game that he's the most successful at to play this game, and it was clipped. It was like the clip's still on YouTube. You can find yeah. it, and mm -hmm. yeah, it's crazy how, how they they missed that opportunity. But that that's why they won't sell it, right? Um, but let's get into uh the the, the move you and me both made. Um, yeah, I think it was about the same time we both switched over too. Yeah, I believe it was. Um, yeah, it was, we were going back and forth in DMs like, oh, are you are you going? Are you going? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were both discussing it. So what what led yeah. to, what led to your move to Mixer? You know what I it was uh, it was the toxicity of of Twitch, where at the time it was cutthroat. Like everybody was out for themselves, and it was like you know support for support type of thing. Follow like for if follow. I didn't come to your stream, follow for follow. If I didn't come to your stream, you weren't coming to my stream. Like and. I just needed to change, mm -hmm. you know, I just needed to change and going to, to, to Mixer to see, you know, what the platform had to offer and, you know, the, the, with the sparks and all that cool stuff. I was like, you know, this is, this is kind of cool. I'm going to test it out. And I did a couple of streams there and I really loved the interface and I was like, you know what? I'm just making the move. I'm doing it. I think one of the I'm best things it. that they had was the, um, like no latency was it was live it was live right. live the low no the no latency and um there's so many things to keep chat and entertain too like you said with the sparks yeah. and stuff like that like, yeah mm -hmm. there's so there were so many good things about that platform and i think yeah. i think yeah. you you and me both really excelled on uh on mixer yeah oh yeah for sure i mean i, I always had an interactive uh stream but even with and now the, with the addition of Mixer having all their in, interactivity, it was like a home run. It was a home run. And uh, and then that's when I started playing uh, Paladins. Yeah, and, pa and, pa and, and Paladins had a great community on Mixer because yeah. they had the Mixer points. And, and But the, the thing was, you would get people that would come to your stream and, and just be there to lurk and farm Mixer points. Right. That's normal. But the thing was, I noticed what you got a lot of people that were active in chat. Like Mixer viewers were so active. Oh yeah, and like it, it was, it was, it was actually like one of the first times, even with, with the success I was having on Twitch with Realm, it was like hard to keep up with chat sometimes. You yeah, know, my you, chat was always popping off. Yeah, always. Yeah, you know, I know. I remember we used to toss raids back and forth to each other. Or, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, that. Uh, no, yeah, the the community over there at Paladins was great. But the thing was about Mixer was again, you were able to also switch games. I think you started playing what Dead by Daylight. Was it Dead by Daylight? I played a little Dead by Daylight. Yeah, a little Dead mm -hmm. by Daylight. But I remember you, you know seeing you play different games, having the same about the same like about the same amount of viewers, same amount of chat activity. Where on Twitch, if you played anything but Realm, it was like mm -hmm. chat dead. <laughs> yep, chat dead. Right. Yeah, you know, exactly. And, that, and that's one of the reasons why I left. I, I've talked about it, you know uh, before was yeah you said twitch was very cutthroat and then with realm going down the realm community started to become that way where there wasn't you know in my opinion there wasn't as many genuine interactions with other streamers it was more or less hey right let me this guy's open spot he has more viewers than me let me go and mm -hmm. let me let me join him and put twitch in my name hopefully you know and that's and that's what Honestly, streaming right. in general nowadays is why you mm -hmm. don't see a lot of people reaching out to other streamers. I talk about it all the time. It's really yeah. hard to reach out to other streamers, and because in the back of their mind, they're always thinking about that cutthroat mentality. Yep. And what's this guy's motivation behind playing with me? Not just to create content with another content creator. It's it, it's oh, you try to steal my community or whatever. Right. It's, there's always some underlying uh, motive. Yeah. You know. Well, oh, that's what people think, at least. Yeah, you know, yeah. Whether whether it's genuine or not, it's there's always like that in the back of their minds. So with mix with mixture streamers, I, I like to ask this question because I, I really, I, you know, people know how I found out. So how did you find out that mixer was being sold? Oh my god, it was <laughs> too fun. I don't was I stream? I don't think I was stream. I think I was streaming. No, I wasn't streaming. I don't remember what it was, but do you remember? You know, like a K. Yes, I do. Okay, so. I think I was watching her stream and something popped up and she was like, oh my God, 
and I was, and then she was like, Mixer just got sold, or or we have to find a new home. And she put up a tweet or something like that, and um, because they tweeted it out, like they were now going to be Facebook Gaming, mm-hmm. and uh, so I believe I'm not sure if I was in her stream, if I was streaming, I don't remember, but um, I remember it was you know obviously it was like during COVID we were, I was off from school and I was home, and uh, the news broke. And then I started just like DMing everybody, like, what the mixer's going out? Like, it was crazy. It was just, it was like a pandemonium. It was so crazy. For the people that don't know how I found out, I literally streamed the night before and it was a pretty long stream. Uh, mm. <laughs> and so I went to bed and I woke up from, so you remember Incision? Yeah. So me and Incision did the Bach Bowl. Incision was on the, was on the Paladin yeah. stream team mm-hmm. for yeah, people yeah, that yeah. don't, for people that don't know. Uh, he's a really good friend of mine, but we wouldn't call each other. We would text each other and stuff like that, but we never like would call. And he woke right. he woke me up to a phone call, and instead of saying what he wanted to tell me, he said check Twitter. And I already had like twenty notifications on Twitter, and they uh-huh. ju- they just posted the tweet like fifteen minutes before. And I checked Twitter, yeah. and I'm like half asleep, and I'm all like, what? And it says that they they sold to Facebook, and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I just hit partner like three weeks, two right, and a half. Yeah, yeah, right. And you just all right, and you just hit partner. I remember that. Yeah, I was like, yep. it was like two and a half weeks before, and I'm like, what's gonna happen? You know. So then I go over to the partner Discord. It's going absolutely bonkers. Oh, it had to be nuts. Now again, for people, again, people, I'm, I'm just gonna tell a short story because I've already talked about it multiple times. But uh, there was, it wasn't because of this. There was already talks um, of them selling for a while. Right. But but that's when the allegations came out that there was right. racism mm-hmm, in right. the company, there was misogyny mm-hmm. in the company. But we were also having the same accusations, remember, towards Twitch streamers, and then there was that Mixer streamer. Yep. Well, I think it was the, the, the one on Twitch was like sexual harassment, but then one of the Mixer streamers was actually actual sexual assault, and he deleted everything. And we, yeah. don't, we don't even know where he went. We don't know what happened. Right. Um, that, he's yeah. gone, and then we find out about the internal at Microsoft and then the owner of Microsoft was meeting with the guy, and then basically YouTube was in the conversation. They backed out. They said, "Nope, we're not. We don't want to take this on because now we got to do a bunch of PR to clean it up." And then basically, uh, they they offered it to Facebook now or never, and Facebook you know took it. And it wasn't even like a you guys have till the end of the year. It's going to be a slow transition. Nope, you have thirty days. Right. Yeah. Right. That's it. You, it was. It, it was like in thirty days, the servers will be shut down. Mixer's gone. It's Facebook Gaming. Um. And, and then uh, I was reached out to by a representative from Facebook uh, to offer me a contract to Facebook. Right. And uh, but then I talked to my Mixer partner manager, who I just met. And I said, "Hey, am I still gonna get my welcome package?" <laughs> <laughs> nope. Never got my Mixer sweater. <laughs> never. Never. Oh, never got my Mixer hat. No. no nothing. At least to show, the, dude, that the hard work that went into mi- the the mixer streams, and I was like, I don't even get the welcome package. Oh, no. oh, but then God. I just answered this question the other day. And I, I'll ask uh, you, you know, I'll ask you the same question. Yeah. Um. Someone, people ask me, what's the biggest mistake that I think I've made in streaming, and it's going to Facebook gaming. Uh, that's the biggest mistake and, and people say well it's not going to mixer because it was you were only on there for like eight months and i'm like dude i would do it all over again oh my god that if was they, if mixer came back i would be like let's go yeah but the, bi- the biggest mistake i ever made was going to facebook and the thing that you know i could talk about because my contract's over the only right. the only requirements of my contract was 20 exclusive hours um right. i just had to do i i but they allowed us to multi-stream and so that's why I was doing a lot yeah, of multi. Yeah, yeah. That, right? I was doing a lot of multi streams, but then I would do on the weekends exclusively on Facebook. Um, but they, you know, and I don't like Facebook as it is. I don't use Facebook for my personal stuff because everyone knows right. it's, it's all, you know, just arguing nowadays, like social media is anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, they basically bamboozled a lot of us and they gave us all free promotion and free ads and then they ended up uh so I, in 3 months on Facebook I got 10,000 followers. That's that's, crazy. that's that's four times what I had on Mixer in 8 months. So I'm like holy crap dude like we're we're actually getting an amazing reach here. And yeah. as soon as we switched over and everyone had the same complaint after 3 months, they basically knew who was their big money makers and who weren't. And if you weren't the big money maker, you were basically shadow banned. And oh, really? as soon as I switched to Facebook gaming full time, 
mm-hmm. immediately I went. I I think right now I'm after a year after this happened, I'm only at like ten thousand four hundred followers. And so yeah. you're saying I got ten thousand in three months, and then not, and then in a year I barely got four hundred, and then my own my own viewers can't get live notifications. Um, you know, so it's very hard for people to find out when I'm live. People had problems sending stars, which is like their bits and and oh, and right, embers. Right. Um, people would have problems subbing to the you know, and so like people didn't want to you know. It's like, dude, this has gotten really bad. And then yeah, I'm, I'm officially off of Facebook now. And I already talked about that in a different episode, but it's like. Yeah, I should have just went right. went straight from Mixer straight to Twitch, and, right. I, and we we probably would have been fine. But right. but it's like, dude, when you when when you're a partner with a, with with a, a company right. and well, they yeah. and they're pushing you, it's like, wh- where where am I getting the most activity on Facebook? Right. And then as soon yeah. as, it's like three weeks after I went there full time, it was like, hello, is anybody there? <laughs> right. I mean, I would have probably done the same thing. I would. A lot of people. Thing. A lot of people did, and. It, you know, it's been a, it's been a tough road, and then they were supposed to. I just had this conversation in my Discord uh, with with somebody about uh, there were supposed to be gamer tags because no one wants to use. It, that's why, like I said, I think it's funny that you and you and um, you and Adam use your real names, which I think is kind of cool. But you know, <laughs> it's more a little more personal. But it's like when every, yeah. everyone's biggest complaint about Facebook was it was making you use your real name. Right, and and so it's like then I had to learn everyone's real name rather than the gamer tags, and that's just, that's not the streaming like world. It's a totally right. different. And right. Facebook's like was telling us, oh yeah, we're gonna have gamer tags within like three months. When next time they log into Facebook Gaming, it's gonna ask them what they want the username to be, and they'll be it'll be set. And here we are, what a year and a half later, and, and nothing, nothing. no know, progress, no nope, made, nothing. And so that's why I was like, no. Nope. Hey. It's so funny because I ended up, that's also why people ask me about streaming. It's like, I stream when I have time. I'm a podcaster now. Right. <laughs> I have so yeah, much I more know, fun man, doing you this. Crank, oh, you crank them out, dude. I, you're, you're, I try you're and, over 100 now, right? I just passed 100 episodes. Crazy. Uh, I still do Dads in Gaming with uh, Octane and Goldie. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, so the way my podcast works is no matter what, no matter what, whether it's an interview, whether it's just me, um mm-hmm. thursday there's always an episode right. um when i had like what we're doing here be out monday you know right i try and keep interviews on mondays unless i didn't record one um gotcha. and but yeah so then and then now yeah now we're gonna have even more podcasts on mine because we were just talking last night while we were recording dads and gaming um mm-hmm. uh, they were talking about we had a discussion about putting dads and gaming exclusively on my show so instead of uploading it to its own put it on my show i didn't and i was like i i I get what you guys are saying but i would kind of like to keep it over there but we're gonna we're gonna basically take um certain episodes and then put Mm -hmm. it on my podcast as well almost like to promote dads in gaming so there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot more podcasts coming out and people well people are always like it's hard to keep up my just listen when you have time dude that's it well that's that's it best thing about it you can just you can digest the uh Oh, you know the shows or whatever anytime you want yeah they're like great. you know my shows are half or half an hour to an hour um very rarely do we go over an hour unless we're i'm chatting with somebody so it's right. like it's like wait till you have like a long road trip or something like that and then just knock them out that's it that's what i that's when i mostly listen to podcasts on my drive so when i'm going to and from work or if i'm going up to my son lives about an hour away so when i drive up to see him i, I pop a podcast in and i you know i'm good to go great so what what are your recent uh episodes of uh, the two guys take i was so, I, what's up so originally our podcast was going to be about like music and gaming like adam's a, a musician well, yeah. a musician as well so he plays he's a bass player um and you know we both love gaming we both were streamers and and all that stuff and uh so we were kind of basing our podcast off of that and then I'm, i don't know maybe like five or six, seven episodes in, we started talking about other things, you know, food and uh, current events and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. And we basically just go in there and we just shoot the shit. Yeah, and, I love it. And a podcast about nothing. That's what our new thing is. We, we, were, we were saying that we're the, Dude, we're the Seinfeld of podcasts. The, 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 oh my gosh, there was one. Oh, <laughs> there, was, there was one, it was so funny. I was listening, I was listening to, I can't, it was a while ago. And it, when you guys do the um, 
uh, what, what's it, what's it called when Adam does useless the used useless information? Yeah. There's one that got me so good. I started busting out laughing at work, and people were looking like I'm crazy. It was like about the, I, think was, I think it was the dragonfly one. That dragon right. the dragonflies uh, have have like what six legs or something like that, but they can't walk or oh, something yeah, like that. And they can't fly. Oh, no, they can't walk. Right, yeah, right, and right, I was like, I was like, wait, 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 what? And then you guys are like <laughs> laughing. I'm laughing along, and yeah. I'm sitting there. I'm all like, hold on. I pull my phone out. I'm looking it up. I'm like, holy crap, they really can't walk. I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I didn't know it either until he until he pulled oh, it Oh, dude, dude, he he. Some of the useless information he pulls out is so good. Yeah, it's, it's it's great. But there was it's one, great. there was one, there was there was one conversation. I, I you know, I'm actually really glad because no one's really been talking about it. And I was right on the same page with you guys. It was when you guys were talking about NFTs. Oh and, yeah. And it was like what, like the way you guys were talking about it is exactly the way I've thought about it. Like me, like <laughs> like I'm I'm pretty involved in the crypto world now with yeah. uh with <laughs> with um you know people that I'm acquaint you know acquaintance with uh who right. who they actually write they actually write crypto. Okay. and uh have kind of explained to me how it works right it makes right. sense then right. nfts came out and for some reason it's all over my all over my twitter feed and i'm like yeah. and i'm seeing the price of the like the most famous ones that you guys were talking about like uh dogs and stuff like that i was like i keep seeing the monkeys oh, like the monkeys. yeah i keep seeing I the see, monkeys I see, I see puppies yeah all i see is puppies i'm like what what are these puppies and why are they why are they worth twenty five thousand dollars? That makes no sense to me. And that's exactly what I was thinking when you were talking about puppies. I'm thinking about the monkey, and I saw one that's like seventy five thousand dollars. I'm like, for what? Like, I don't, I, I don't. Right. I, it doesn't make any sense. I, and I think you were the one talking about like having like a digital picture frame on your wall. Maybe I don't know. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> it was. I said, what, I said, what are we gonna put our phones on the wall and just yeah. hang our phones up yeah. to watch to see these. Uh, nfts like it just it doesn't make sense yeah to me. It, it, it really it, and also too like the volat the volatility of it like it's still volatile too so like one day it'll be worth seventy five thousand, and then maybe next day it's worth 2500 so how is how is that even happening well like, see that's the one thing so like like with, with crypto i can understand like okay how the price of the, of the crypto goes up and down right like right. it makes it makes more sense to me and then you right. know you know it's it's it's, it's decentralized you know form of currency uh, easy way to explain it is just like back in the day before we had you know federal reserve and you know money you know every country has its own money you would usually trade um like like let's say you had you know you had like a coca-cola i had a rock star and technically the rock star is worth more than your coke i mean we have to trade things that are equal value but right, it's, it's, right. you know and and so it's de it's decentralized and people like crypto because the government can't do anything about it. It's basically it's almost like showing the government you don't trust in their currency. So we're gonna go you know invest our money in this and then we'll sell okay. we'll sell it for fiat money. It goes up by there's a certain amount of, of of coins or tokens and then the more that are sold like Bitcoin, the more the price goes up because they become more valuable because there's not as many available. That makes sense, right? right? I, right. I, I pretty much just very briefly explained it in like what a minute a minute and ten seconds, right? I cannot explain NFTs. I don't under. And I've looked into it. You guys are talking about Googling, and I'm like, dude, I Googled it. I still don't understand, yeah. which is why I, I want to find somebody that is very into it. And like, dude, the floor is open on my podcast. Explain this to us. Explain it. Just explain it. Right. Like, because I, I don't understand. I don't get it either because it, it's like, you know, I, I understand the whole premise of like, it's almost like a copyright, basically, right? For, for, uh, piece of artwork right it's like an original art piece like you can't steal it you know i i get that part of it like how it gets minted and all that stuff yeah but the valuation of these things makes no sense to me zero sense and th just the whole the whole community of it it's just, just weird to me and it feels like it feels like a ponzi scheme it yeah. feels like a, like like a like a multi level marketing thing where like you're trying to get rich rich quick type of yes. thing. Yes, and, and well, and and you saw you know we just seen the Phase K uh, incident with the crypto scam. Uh, I don't know if you mm -hmm. saw that. No, I didn't. So Phase K, very popular Phase member and content creator, he came out with a a crypto that was supposed to be like a charity thing, and then supposedly it was a scam, and everyone got scammed. Uh, and then I can't remember the other guy's name. They were talking about it in my Discord. A uh, very popular streamer. Um, he created his own crypto, and then he in the, the clips I've seen, 
it's like you should you you guys that bought this crypto should have already seen that something was going on because he was already making comments about like so if i make this crypto and like you know the, he, goes, he goes i have like fifty thousand viewers if you guys all go and buy like 10 of them the ones that i have be worth like a million i'm selling them right then and there which means right. if you sold all yours that that price is going to go super you know and so basically he got everyone to buy them and then he basically pulled everything out and the coin be, er, became like worth like less than dogecoin right and really? uh yeah and basically scammed them all out of almost like a million dollars and then what? yeah it was it was crazy um but yeah so i'm sitting there and i'm like you know and people need to understand that when it comes to crypto it's very easy you know so if if crypto's way bigger nowadays and there's scams going on in that i'm not trusting nfts as like i can go to you know msn paint and go paint something and go mint it right. and go sell it for an, uh, and it's like um how is this like, like you you kept saying like how how do you you know know the value of it and you were talking about your aunt and, and obviously i'm talking about this a lot because i was very interested in that in that that's a very yeah. good episode actually i'm kind of yeah. curious what um Oh yeah, like that. That's like my aunt is the actual. She's a professional artist. Yes. Like she owns her own studio, so there must be something in the art community where you can say, okay, like my paint. This painting I'm doing here is worth X amount of dollars, maybe because of the time I put into it, or, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Like I don't. Do you have to be an established artist? Well, and that's to, the thing. To, Obviously, bigger name, like, bigger name, um, more, you know, more probably worth more but um right. but by the way uh again the two guys take you guys can find it on apple and spotify it's episode 26 it's also on youtube oh, as well it's episode 26 uh, um yeah. no i i listened to that one like the day it was released and it was a really good conversation i was like really really locked into that one but it's like yeah so so the way i was seeing it when you were talking about your aunt so there's one thing also i and i don't know if you're big into tattoos or not I am. Uh, so there's a there's there's a golden rule uh, people don't realize when it comes to tattoos. You're going to an artist, right? So it's a, it's right. another form of art. You right. you don't haggle over what price they give you. People don't realize that it's it's right, considered right, right. it's it's considered disrespectful because they're trying to gauge it off of how big the piece is, how much details in it, so they pretty much know how it costs. When it comes to like art, like your your answer uh, a professional painter issue is it paint? I, I would take it. Um, like uh, canvas. So, yeah, painting. Yeah, she does all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so um, obviously she would kind of know like you know how hard the work was to make this, whatever it could be. Um, it's not just like a stick figures and stuff like that. Right. You know, right. it's 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 really probably difficult art to make. So she, you know, she she probably more than likely like knows how much a painting like that would go for. Um, so she, you know, if she sells them, they probably have a price on there. You you wouldn't haggle over something like that. With right. with NFTs, I don't, you know, some of these are, you know, I, I assume they're not very easy to make, but they're not right. seventy five thousand dollars worth of art, you know. Exactly. It it does it doesn't make sense. And then the fact that the price goes up and down and up and down, I'm like, how did how do you get? I don't understand how you guys gauge that. Yeah. You know, and then totally. you, and then like I just saw because I, I everyone knows me, I'm a big huge UFC fan, you know, fighting MMA. I was watching a UFC fight the last weekend and. The NFTs for UFC are coming out. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they're talking about they're talking about NFTs and video games. And I'm like, yes. what? Yep, what, are, what, are, what are you guys talking about? I don't yep. like. We we need like a crash course on this, dude. So uh, yeah, I I really do. But just to just start trying to understand it a little bit more. But at at face value, it's like. Uh, it, it just riddles scam all over it. <laughs> it that's that's the way it looks for me. Like, I mean, it took me a while to get in, invested in crypto, and I've you know right. my portfolio in crypto has done pretty well. Um, yeah. But also, I haven't thrown my life savings at it. Right. <laughs> you right. know, just like I mean, right. yeah, yeah, no, I know. And people are like, and that's the thing. Like, by owning one of these pieces, I feel like it's a way to get rich instead of buying something for the art. Like, you don't like I wouldn't buy. A, a piece of Salvador Dali by Salvador Dali because I want to get rich. I'm buying it because I want to appreciate the art and have that piece of artwork. But with an NFT, it's like, let me buy this puppy and hopefully this puppy will make me money. Like it, it does. It's like, it's like the wrong way of going about the art itself. Like that's the whole, that's the whole thing with me. It's like, 
here's the artwork. Okay, fine. This guy's a, an accomplished artist. He's doing digital art now. His art is, you know, compare, compared to some other artists, a work of, you know, it's like a high so, praised work of art. But now I'm going to own that piece in hopes that I can make money off of that piece as opposed to actually taking it for the art's value. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm not buying a Picasso because I want to make money on a Picasso. I want to have that Picasso because he was an amazing artist and that's, I want to, I want to own his piece, you know, something he did. So I'm, I, you know, I'm reading something right here and I'm finding out just real quick. I want to beat NFTs to death, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, it, it says it's from the verge and it's talking about um, NFTs explained. And it says, the feeling I've experienced while reading about Grimes getting millions of dollars off of NFTs or about Neon Cat being sold as one. <laughs> and by the time we all you know, thought we sort of knew what the deal was, the founder of Twitter put an autographed tweet up for sale as an NFT. Now, months after we first published this explainer, we're still seeing headlines about people paying house money for clip arts of rocks. And my mom still doesn't really understand what NFTs are. <laughs> it's, it's, so my like, wait so it's not even just the pictures that we're seeing you can put an autographed tweet up there and then there, well, wasn't there uh there was a uh, what was i was it fate or didn't phase put it up an nft like a keychain or something like that and like an interactive thing yeah i just saw that the other day like you could you could um obtain it somehow i don't remember what it was yeah but it was like a interactive piece of art and it was like a keychain yeah, I, I I was like, okay, I uh, don't really get this. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't understand it either. And I'm reading, like, I'm reading like the yeah. like some of these are going. Somebody paid three hundred ninety thousand dollars for a fifty second video, uh, by Grimes. Wait, what? Like, you wait, yeah. you bought a a fifty second video for three hundred ninety thousand dollars. I don't know. I I yeah. don't know. Again, open platform. Any, anyone that has right. experience in this world, this is me for the Glock 9 show, and you want to come <laughs> on this show and explain it, I, I would give you the platform so you guys can explain it. I, I hope I hope people don't realize we're not I'm, we're not being disrespectful. We just don't understand it. Yeah, you know, uh, totally. Like I said, I understand the artwork. I understand the, the, the artist's value in creating. Mm -hmm. But the way, it's, the way it's being portrayed. Like, yeah, uh, is not just as doesn't make sense, but yeah, yeah, it's it, yeah. <laughs> NFTs, NFTs, baby. Um, so let's talk about your podcast. You know, the two guys take. So how did you? How did you, Adam? Um, how did that whole thing come about? Like, you know, who presented to who, and what so, was the idea behind it? I think we were just trying to come up with ideas of like different ideas to create, and um, Adam and I have been. Uh, pretty good friends throughout the whole streaming community and uh, I've always enjoyed you know his humor and and he's just a you know a good guy down to earth and uh, I was like and I always thought about doing some sort of podcast and again like friends of mine are like oh you should be on a radio you have a great voice and blah 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 um, and I was like oh maybe I'll do a podcast so I just presented it to him I was like listen do you want to do a would, would you be interested in doing a podcast with me? And he was like, uh, hell yeah. I was like, all right, cool. So we, you know, one weekend we decided to, I'm like, 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 what's a, what kind of a name do we want to have? And yada, yada. And we came up with the two guys take, you know, give our take on topics and stuff like that. And, uh, we went with it and that was it. Got a piece of art made, a little graphic for us. And then, uh, we started doing it and doing the thing. And you guys started out the first season. Uh, there wasn't every week. Yeah. Uh, or was it every week? I don't think so, but it was so like it was, all interviews. It was, yeah, it was like uh, it started off like doing it once a week, and then we kind of went to like every other week. Um, and then, um, and then there were a couple times like summertime was a little bit rough, so we kind of you know we would miss a week here, we would miss a week there. We we, we tried to be consistent, but we're definitely more consistent now. We we pumped out the last uh, I think six or seven weeks in a row. Oh yeah, every every uh, Tuesday. And, and also, yeah. by the way, I love the, I love the Tuesday because I have certain podcasts that are every day, which I you know it's you know it's hard to keep up with those. But right. Tuesdays are the days that like all, any other podcast I listen to, 
there's nothing else coming out. So it's like I know Tuesday I have the one podcast I listen to and and the two guys take boom two, my my Tuesday set. Love it, love it. So, yeah, so and that was it. Like I said, we evolved. We so we're we're actually coming up with some new, uh, uh, some new uh, what do you call it? music and a new theme and because we want to we want to be more in like the comedy type of of genre of podcasting mm-hmm. where we're you know we really just we really just talk about nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, we and and and, and funny and and you know be serious sometimes and not so serious and you know everything's in jest sometimes you know so and like your 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 bio your bio on spotify says is a podcast about nothing that's all it yeah, says that's, <laughs> it. Podcast about nothing. that's exactly right yeah um and uh yeah and then like i said i guess it was three weeks ago we decided to do uh video yeah i was like let's do let's do some video maybe we'll just start another channel and then we did it and uh so we've been doing that so we've been posting up there too yeah, so cool. people keep asking me for video, and I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm waiting because the angle my camera's at, I don't I, mm-hmm. I I don't really I personally for me I don't like it as a uh, at, at that angle, and I'm not gonna keep moving my camera between stream gotcha. and podcast. Yeah, yeah. And then I've been working on you know the overlays for the you know you you know me when it comes to like streaming and it comes to podcasting and all that, I'm very like OCD with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you know, and you know. And when it comes to the video thing, like I have graphics being made, and I didn't like them because it made it look like it was like a news channel, and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a news podcast. I'm an opinion <laughs> podcast where I just, right. again, it's like I give my take on things, and you know, right, exactly. And for a long time, you know, you've probably heard a lot of my episodes. Some of them, I, you know, I try and keep it gaming related, but I, you know, we'll talk about. There's not always gaming news. That's the right. one thing. Yeah, There's- exactly. And that was the thing for us too. It was like a dry spell where there yes. was not really a lot of gaming stuff going on. There's no new so games coming like out. No drama. Road, you know. Yeah. So then, like you know, people know right. me. I I'm a very, you know I follow politics. So I always tell people you know mm-hmm. I will give my take on certain things. Some subjects subjects I stay away from, but at the same time, it's like this is a podcast right. where I come here and I just talk. And if you know the one big yeah. thing people don't realize is. If there's a topic that you think that you're not going to want to hear somebody's opinion on, that's why it's in the title. Just skip over it. <laughs> right, skip it. Right, exactly. And, and I, I, I and I have, listen. yeah, I have people that you know love the podcast and they they don't agree with the politics. So if they see a political uh, topic, uh, they just don't Ooh. listen to it. And I don't take any offense to right. that, you know. Right. So, but it's like yeah. there's times where it's like there's no gaming news. There's no good games coming out. There's no right. Twitch drama. There's no. There's nothing to really. T- what is there to talk about? So it's like. There's- I yeah. have I have a mailbag full of stuff. People have been sending me emails now where it's like, okay, I'll pick from the hat. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's great. Yeah, you know, so awesome. And yeah, no, it's a really it's a really cool thing where you can, it's, it's more like uh, on Instagram. I do Ask Me Anything Fridays. I don't know if you have me on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, where oh, I put I, I put the little question up there and people can ask you whatever they want. Um, and you know, so I started doing that, but you can only reply back in a fifteen second video. But now gotcha. I started I started kind of doing that for the podcast where I can actually get in depth with some of these questions rather than just fifteen seconds. Oh, that's so, cool. So you know you get like more like personal with the community that listens to the right. podcast. It's it's, it's yeah. a lot of fun. So we, we you that's know cool. so so one of the last things uh, we're getting kind of close to an hour. So okay. um, we were talking before the show. You haven't really been streaming much. Is that just because yeah. life's been so crazy? You know what? It was getting. You know, and you've talked about this on on one of your podcasts. I don't remember which one. It's you know when you're when you're trying to stream and you're trying to be noticed and you're trying to put out content, it just consumes you. Yes. And I got to the point where it was like, you know, am I what am I doing this for? Am I doing this for me? Am I doing this for because I want to make it big? Do I want to do this for? And I was like you know what, I'm, I'm putting all this energy. I'm not really seeing any returns on it. And, you know, I like doing it. It's fun for me, but I was stressing myself out trying to put out content on all these platforms and make, make videos and do this stuff and stream. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to take a little break and a, uh, to clear my mind and kind of like just game and hang out with friends and do that. And, it turned into a longer period than I thought. And so I really haven't been streaming in that, to be honest with you. I, I, I have a, a friend who, who sends me a text like every week. It's like, uh, is there a show today? Is, you have a show today? You have a show today? Because he, he loves the stream, you know? 
And, uh, and I'm like, Oh, I can't do it this way. You know, and you know, IRL stuff gets in the way too, but I just don't have the desire like I did before to do it. I may try to do it again, you know, in the future. I'm not sure. Um, because I do enjoy it and I do like interacting with, with people, but it was like, you know, all day at school, um, I'm putting on a show. You know what I mean? Five, five, six periods, seven periods, eight periods a day. Um, um, interacting with my students and, and trying to get them motivated and, you know, all this stuff. And then when I come home, I just want to decompress. I don't want to have to put on another show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it, it it kind of took a toll on me a little bit and um but i i feel much better i don't have the pressure to put anything on twitter and put something on instagram and uh, let's see if this gets this views and stuff like that so if i want to put it up i'll throw something up if not i won't and that's it you know well i see that's so. that's like uh someone just uh made a comment to me uh last night like we were we were joking and then he said uh he sent me something he said since you're all about politics now i'm like first of all I've always been about politics. I've always been paying attention to it. The only reason you, you see more of it is because it's not outweighed by all my gaming content. <laughs> right. You know, because I'm not, you know, I've, I've got to that point where, again, you, you, you know, you said, that, you know, uh, for people that don't know, Maestro has kids. He has a family. Uh, he goes to school all day. And then, you know, coming home and creating content is time away from them. You know, I have four, yeah. I have four children and a wife yeah, that want to yeah. spend time with me. So, right. it, it, and I, I, you, you've probably heard the episode where I talked about my son. It's, you know, people pretty much know it now about the game ball, but my son, I missed the game. Yep. Yep. And that, mm-hmm. that was the moment for me that I'm putting too much into this. Right. And the, the, the fact that I missed, I missed the, one of the biggest moments in my son's life, especially when it comes to baseball, because my history with baseball is so huge. I've coached high school baseball. I played baseball for 16 years. I right. have family members uh, who work for Seattle Mariners. I have a, another cousin who coaches college baseball, very successful team. And to not be there for my son's first game ball because I decided to stream instead, that was a crushing blow. I'm sure. So, so I took I'm some time. Sure. I took some time away. Uh, sorry, podcasting because it's not that hard to find some time when they go to sleep for, to pump out 45 minutes to an hour, just kind of talking, right. venting. Um, but now when it comes to streaming, people ask me, "What's your schedule?" I'm like, "I have no idea." <laughs> right. <laughs> you right. Ma- exactly. make make sure you have that bell notification on. Or you're probably going to miss me because it might be, right. it could be, I had last week I streamed like uh, four days, which is, you know, my most consistent week. I stream like every other day. Um, right. And then I have weeks where I stream once and then I have weeks where I may not stream at all. And it's just like, just Ooh. depends on how my day goes. And it's, right. it's, in my opinion, mentally, it's so much better that way. Oh my God. It's so much and, better. And like, then, you know, getting back to like, you know, gaming in the dark by yourself like or with friends, but like not having the lights on you, not having the camera on you and right, exactly. for, forgetting what that felt like, you yep. know, and without having to worry about looking up every three seconds to check chat. And, you know, it's, it's not dogging on streaming. It's just after so long, you forget yeah, what it's like, you forget to enjoy what the game and why we play yep. games. Right. So, you know, I, I agree a hundred percent. That's, yes. and that's one of the main reasons why I, I kind of like took a back, a little yeah. bit of a backseat and, you know, just, Take back, relax, yeah. and take some time. It's it, you know, I, I, I've, I've talked about it on the podcast so many times of the mental strain it puts on streamers. Yeah. Oh my god! I, I love when people say that it's easy, and I'm like, it's not easy, bro. Not like, at all. It, it, I actually even said to like, uh, um, my it might have been my wife. I'm like, you know, going to work and teaching all day is way easier than trying to freaking be successful at content creation and streaming and all this other stuff. Way easier. So way one, easier you know so one oh one gosh. one more thing i wanted to pull from your guys's podcast it's, i think it's the same episode you, you talked about it in so yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you heard my podcast today um I, today's podcast uh yeah, it's about school no oh so, I, my, I my, the yeah. of it, but i didn't um so i didn't listen to it yet. so i was talking about i was talking about um people always ask me why my, my kids are homeschooled mm-hmm. now yeah you're a music teacher but there was a a, a, yeah. a topic that you were talking about i think it's the same episode episode 26 about the email thing oh yes and where yes. people were sending kids were sending you emails and they were right. so unprofessional and what what age of kids do you teach so uh right now i teach middle school kids so sixth seventh and eighth grade uh i did teach high school for 10 years before that and then i, I was in the middle school for 13 years then i went to the high school for 10 and now i'm back to the middle school 
So um, I would think nowadays with how much technology we have, I learned email when I was in sixth grade, seventh grade. Yeah. Um, you know, so when you were telling you know about these kids sending you emails and they were yeah, so dude. unprofessional, I'll let you take the floor for you. I, yeah. I, yeah, so unprofessional. So I was like on a rant because, you know, they would send me an e like one kid literally sent me an email was like, so for, for band, we have lessons and they, they, they get pulled out of their regular classes um, once a week. And it rotates. So like they'll get pulled out of period two and then they get pulled, pulled out of period four. It can be a different class each week, right? So a kid sends me an email and I told them, you have to communicate with me. Listen, if you have to miss a lesson for whatever reason, you have a test or whatever, let me know. You could send me an email. You could post something on our Google Classroom, whatever you need to do, but just don't not show up because then I know you're not being responsible. So a kid sends me an email. First of all, it's like no... Um, you know, no it, grammar, grammar was out the window, capitals, no capitals. The, it was like a lowercase I. He was like, can I make up the lesson? And that was it. There was no, hi, Mr. B. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good afternoon, Mr. B. I, I, and I even said in the podcast, I'm like, I'll even take to whom it may concern at this point. <laughs> something, I, right? Right. Just something. And I actually asked the kids, I was like, I was like, guys, in your English class, do you, did your teachers tell you how to like write a letter, like a formal letter? And they're like, yeah, we know. We know. I was like, well, you do the same thing with an email. I'm like, especially to an adult or a teacher, you, you address it. You say, good afternoon. Hello. Hi. So-and-so, whoever it is, Mr. And Mrs. So-and-so. And then, and then you make a bot, you put a comma and then you make a body of the letter and you propose a question or you ask a question or you say, um, I'm sorry, uh, Mr. B, I missed my lesson today because I had a test. What period would be good for me to make it up? And then you could write, thank you. And then put your name. And they were, you know, and it was like, some people would put like, you know, initial, you know, uh, IDK, you know, <laughs> like, they're like they're right, texting you or something. Right, right, like you're texting me, TTYL, talk to you later. Like, no, like what? No, like, what are you doing? So I told him, I was like, listen, if I don't get an email that is properly addressed, I'm deleting it. I'm not even going <laughs> to yeah, no. I'm not even going to read it. I'm deleting it. So you could come to me and say, well, I sent you an email and asking you, I'm, I'm going to be like, I don't know what email you're talking about because you didn't do it right. Um, and I, and I gave the example of uh, a resume. I was like, guys, when you're older, and you need to write up a resume, you have to do it a certain way. I was like, you might be perfectly um, fit for a job, but you may not get the call because your resume looks like, you know, doo-doo. Yeah. So, you know, uh, uh, but so then it was funny because then like, you know, a couple days afterwards, I'm getting, I'm getting emails from the kids. Dear Mr. B. Um, and then they, you know, they put a body and they were like, sincerely, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, at least now they're giving me emails where it's like, you know, okay, so now they learned a little bit, but it's it was so frustrating. It's like, what are you doing? You don't, you don't text, you don't send an email to a teacher like you're texting your friend or your mother or your buddy. <laughs> I, I was, like, I, was I was, oh my gosh, I was, I was laughing at that, but it was like one of those things. It was so, it was funny when I was listening to that episode because I already was going to do my, my homeschooling episode uh -huh. and I, I made a comment in there and, you know, and I was like, I'm not trying to dog on you know teachers or every because there's some amazing teachers right. out there, right? right. Um, but there's you know so my my kids are homeschooled and but we go to it's we're part of a school but it's homeschool. We get a curriculum. My wife right. has a has a degree in child and adolescent development. She was okay. a teacher uh, for you know uh, elementary school before mm -hmm. before we had our our, our kids and. Um, so going through the curriculum, I, I don't teach the kids. My wife does that, but I will scan right. through the curriculums. Yeah, yeah. And you know, the, one of the comments I made was how um, one thing I always had a problem with when I was in school was they don't teach kids nowadays, or even when I was in school, like why, how come in high school of all places, I didn't learn about budgeting. I didn't learn about, you know, right. man, you know, mm -hmm. the important stuff. I did algebra, which I've never used as an adult. Uh, you know, and it's like, I, you know, there's all these other things that are part of this curriculum, but the, the life skills and other things mm -hmm. we're not really being taught. And then also, right. you know, there are teachers nowadays, some, again, some, I'm not trying to put 
putting paint a bad picture on teachers. Um, but there's some that just get their curriculum and go, okay, here, boom. And then that's it. They don't really get in right. depth with the kids. And also, right. you know, even as a music teacher, how hard it is to have a class full of 30 kids or however big your classes are and trying mm. your best to give each one one-on-one time, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. And so where with my kids, you know, the way we do it, and I explained it in my episode was my son goes first. He has his right. assignments for the day, and my my wife will usually say, you know, t- let my daughter, because she just started kindergarten. The other two are not, not doing homeschool yet, but basically my son goes first. They do his lessons for the day and does his work, and she's right there one-on-one. Any questions, boom, we got it. And then, when right. you know, now my son can go play Fortnite. Well, now it's my daughter's turn, and you, right. you get full one-on-one time rather than, you know, it's so hard for that teacher to teach all 30 kids at once. Yeah. Yeah, everybody learns different ways. You know well, and I mean? then kids all kids also don't like to raise their hand and ask a question and look stupid in front mm-hmm. of people. They're afraid yeah. to ask questions. So, and how's the teacher supposed to know that you're having a problem? Right. You, you know, so it's like that's right. you know that's one of the things. And then when I made a comment, I'm like, dude, there's some great teachers out there. And I was like, I know Meister's a music teacher, but he's still a teacher. And I talk about my uh, my best teacher I had, uh, who taught mm-hmm. me a lot in high school, was my woodshop teacher. You know, okay. and just because he was so in depth with, you know, you know, basically on a personal level with the kid with, with us. Yeah. And then, um, you know, he ended up passing away. Cra- crazy story. He uh, it, 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 his death almost like explains the kind of man he was. He okay. he was driving down the freeway and he saw somebody on the side of the road changing a tire. He pulls okay. o- he pulls over, helps the guy um, change his tire as as they're basically finishing up. A guy swerves and hits him. It hits him. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I don't know if he was drunk or what it was. And right. and basically just because he stopped to help somebody, he was he was caught in that situation. Wow. And it was like that, but that's the kind of guy he was driving down. How many of us have drove, driven down the freeway and seen someone changing the tire and just blow just keep going? Like just right. natural. Mm-hmm. This guy, yeah. you know, seventy something years old, actually stops to help a man change his tire and right. ends, ends up, wow. you know, dying. It's really sad. But it's like I learned more from him and my yeah. foot. I wasn't even on the football team, but the football coach taught right. me so much. And it's like there's teachers out there that are absolutely amazing to go above and beyond. And when right. you and, and here, and I, was, and I was thinking about that when you were telling that story. I'm all like, here's a music teacher teaching kids how to write a freaking email. You know, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to say anything bad about the English teacher. I don't. Yeah. I don't know them. But it's like, you know, you you could easily just be like, that's not my job. You know? Right. I mean, I always, I always try to anything I'm teaching them, any concept or. I always try to relate it to like real life and real situations that they're going to be into when they're older. Um, you know, so like I was saying in my, in, in our podcast that like, you know, you're going to learn a lot more than music when, if you have me as a teacher, because I always relate everything to other things, other things they may be interested in, but also to like, there, these are things that are going to help you be successful later. So yeah. you don't you don't go out in the world and you're like, what the hell am I supposed to do? So there's a lot of life lessons that that I teach that are kind of like disguised a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, yeah. I think I think that's awesome. So yeah, uh, we're just over an hour, um, Maestro. I really do appreciate you coming on the show. Dude, it's always I great catching you for having me on, man. It's, it's great, great catching up with you, Adam. Yeah. I will be coming for you soon. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> I, um. Uh, I was gonna say one more thing. I totally forgot. Must not be important. Um, where can everybody? Where can everybody find you? What are your socials? I will post your socials down in the description below. But for people listening who are good at retaining that, what are your socials? Where can they find you? So on all platforms, for myself personally, uh, not the podcast. I am the Maestro Plays. So I am that on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, on Twitch. Uh, YouTube, I don't have a hundred subscribers yet, but if you search the Maestro Plays, you could see some YouTube stuff. And then, uh, as far as the Two Guys Take podcast, we are the Two Guys Take with the number one on Twitter, and also the Two Guys Take on YouTube. Yes, and I highly, highly suggest you guys go listen to that podcast because, like I said, every every Tuesday, I. Every Tuesday I'm at work, I see it pop up and I, and I'm like, whoop, let's hop on it. And the best part about about it is like 
most of your episodes, you know, it could be 30 minutes. It could be like 45 yeah. minutes. And it's just, yep. it, 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 you know, like I said, I, I, I pulled a lot of stuff from some, you know, some of your podcast or some of your guys' podcasts. I wanted to, you know, talk about a little bit more. So again, yeah. make sure you guys go follow the two guys take, make sure you guys follow the Maestro plays again. I'll have links to the, their podcast and uh, Maestro's um uh, social media down below, so make sure you guys should check them out. And Maestro, I know, sure. we, I know we had, I know we had some issues with the uh, the scheduling with our busy oh, lives, yeah, but I, I, pre- I, I, pr- I appreciate I appreciate you working it. with me, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. same same. <laughs> and as for the rest of you guys, thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode of the Glock Nine Show, make sure you follow and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Also, if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure you guys rate the show. It greatly greatly helps grow the podcast but the best way to help grow the podcast is share it with a friend you can find us on all major platforms from apple Podcasts, spotify podbean pandora iHeartRadio, and many more as always thank you guys for all your support and i'll see you on the next episode peace